Give me a uh, liter of cola. A what? A liter of cola. Liter of cola. Do we make liter of cola? Well, you just order a large farva. I don't want a large farva. I want a goddamn liter of cola. I don't know what that is. Leader is French. Forgive no Brains, No Headache podcast, episode 23. Thank you for being with us. I'm your host, Jordan. I'm going to be joined shortly by my co-host, Matthew, as always. On the docket today, we have Cleary's comments, followed by the Olympics of hangover food. We've all been there. Then we're going to get into mini helmet fantasy football week seven. Plus, since there's no guests this week, we are going to do a no brains cat scan to see the status of the NFL, where we will have discussion, predictions, and we might even do a silly little segment that I thought of no less than 10 minutes ago. Okay, let's party. He's got a fucking monster rod. All right, before we get into Cleary's comments, Matt just wants to get his shooter out of the way for losing Mini Helmet Fantasy Football Week 6. Matt, what did you draw? 99 Peaches. I've never had it, so I'm going to assume it's very good. Godspeed, brother. Well, we're joined with our good friend Mason today. He was, he's been a longtime friend of both of us, and he was there with us during our very first podcast called Blurred Vision Sports Talk. Mason, my question to you is how does No Brains, No Headache compare to Blurred Vision Sports Talk? You know, I, I got to say, Blurred Vision, although it meant well, I think that you you two have really really got your stuff together. I mean, I'm impressed. Look at all this. You got your equipment. You got you got all this planning. I mean, I'm really impressed. It's really come together. Yeah, I think we recorded in Matt's old bedroom, so that's a nice change of pace. Yeah, with one, uh, three of us sitting around one microphone, I believe. It was a, a USB mic that Joel Porter had sent us that just vanished off the face of the earth. Yep, no editing, no sound effects, unless we did them from our phone, and we just got wasted the whole time. So. Haven't really changed much, but just more from a professional standpoint. We're doing things a lot better, so. Production value has increased. Yeah, well, thanks for joining us, Mason. He's just going to be with us during segments today. Also, a little fun fact about Mason. You know, Matt and I, we played t-ball with a famous quarterback in the NFL. His name is Carson Wentz, and Mason was also on that t-ball team. What do you remember from the Reds t-ball team back in 99? I don't know. Uh, what I remember <laughs> is that the uniforms were red. Yep. Um, pants were white, I believe. Um, and second uh, day at practice, you're like, "Wikes, I think this Carson guy, he's he's got it." Or yeah. or that Matt kid, one of one of the two. <laughs> that Matt kid, I think, has a pinch of the downs. I don't. Know. <laughs> you know, you know, the thing about that team is like, I every time I see a picture of like a team picture, I'm like, wait, that guy was on the team too? Like everybody was on that team. Everybody yeah. I know. I think Jordan could name everyone on the team. If I had to pick <laughs> like a childhood team to party with now, the Reds would be it. Okay. Minus Carson Wentz. Yeah, you're well, I don't think he'll make it because of his busy schedule of throwing interceptions every week. But Matt, let's get into Cleary's comments. My first Cleary's comment, the first couple of them I have are real tailored to Mason because I know he, <laughs> he knows about these. I had a deep conversation with a coworker about MSN Messenger. Mm. And do you guys remember every single conversation was, hey, 
Next person says, hey, what's up? Not much, but M-M-U, same. Most G- of them GTG. Ended, yeah. yeah. Most of them ended like that. Oh, yeah. Or you called your friend to get on Messenger. Like, called Jordan, 222-2087. Nailed it. Hey, you want to come on MSN? Jordan's like, no, I'm actually cool. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> and just a absolute, I wish you would come back. Honestly, because I hate text. I still can hear the sound, that little doo-doo-doo. Like, and then it was just the blinking orange on the on the bottom of the screen. You're like, oh, got a mess. I got an IM. The, and little, it was, the course, little green guy, and then you'd have, like, Matt loving whoever you, you put your girlfriend in, like, the fourth grade. You wouldn't mm-hmm. talk to her at school, but you would talk to her on MSN. Race home to say NMU. Yeah. I dated a girl in the fifth grade, and I didn't talk to her the entire summer going into sixth grade. That's the way to do it. Yeah. I mean, easy. I think I was just ahead of my time. <laughs> yeah, a man who knows what he wants. And 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 then of course I just happened to have to marry one of those girls that I had been harding in sixth grade. Yeah, and it all started. It all came full full circle. Mason Hart's desk comes full circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I know. My I first girlfriend to. just got engaged, so <laughs> <laughs> went the other way on that one. <laughs> And not to you, if we're being clear. Right? <laughs> Thanks, Mason. Kick me while I'm down. <laughs> hurting or helping? <laughs> Definitely hurting. Matt, I whistled at your cat earlier, which brings up the question, does your cat named Sandwich respond to whistles? Uh, he responds to... Nope, this was a clear whistle like a dog. Did he respond to it? No. Okay. No. Uh, I don't know. Sounds the like ca- you got your answer. The cat's an idiot. He just wants to follow you around. Yeah, well, I, I was just walking upstairs to grab some water, and I realized I whistled at your cat, thinking it was a dog. That's how much I love Sandwich. The only cat that I will love. I don't know. Cats are... It was a real impulse buy, if you will. Uh, dogs were just too much work, and then almost immediately my roommate got a dog. So I was just like... <laughs> Fuck. I guess I can be the fun uncle. I don't really have to take care of him. Then I end up taking care of him. So, But good dog. Good cat. My next Cleary's comment. I judged elementary schools on their playgrounds. Yep. Mason's had three. Three playgrounds. It's true. <clears throat> I was, and a forest. Yeah, I was so jealous. I just thought that school was... The greatest school of all time. And then at the Podunk private school we went to had one new playground and a playground at the bottom that was just a death trap. It was a sliver trap. Yeah. Everything was made of wood that was splintering. The slides were made of, like, rusted out shit. And their upgrade to it was putting in wood chips. And the tire swings, you just slam your head on the... Let's talk about Mason getting drunk in college or something, not his childhood playground, which was sweet, by the way. Also, but the thing about... <laughs> the, the only downside of that elementary school is that it had a carpet in the gym. You remember that? Oh, yeah, the carpet like, gym. For some reason, they had just carpet in the gym. So it's just like Rugburn City. Yeah, if you... I remember playing basketball on one of those, and a dude got fouled hard, and when he got up from the ground, just Rugburn across yeah. the face. He cried. Dude, are you crying? <laughs> <laughs> Fucker. 
What Matt is referring to is I took a charge in basketball one time, and the dude need me in the ball so bad that I had to like go out of the out of the game, and I go to the end of the bench, and the kid at the end of the bench, the kid at the end of the bench just goes, "Dude, are you crying?" Yeah, I'm crying. <laughs> I just got kneed in the balls by a six foot four man. Jesus Christ! This was Jordan's sabbatical when he went to Horizon for a year. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I went public. So we are in cold weather mode here in the upper Midwest. It fucking snowed in late October. Surprise, surprise. I'm wearing a stocking cap, sweatpants, and house slippers. Um, is this overkill or spot on? Because I'm very comfortable right now. I like it. I'm warm. As soon as it gets cold out, you got to get cozy. We're in a basement. And for those of you who don't know what basements are, they're cold. There's cold places. I just feel like it was necessary, given the time of year, it's spooky season, yes, but cold season, is it's house slipper season, is what I'm trying to say. Do you guys have house slippers? I wear them year-round. You two own houses. I don't own a house, and I have house slippers. Uh, I have house slippers. I don't know where they are now, though. They're probably in your house somewhere. I think I know where they are. I'm going to start wearing them. Yeah, you should. Speaking of wearing stuff, Matt, you have a Bismarck Police Department shirt, and I'm just very curious as to how you acquired that. Okay, this is actually a great story. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> so, I was working at Tom O'Leary Golf Course, best golf course in the Midwest, allegedly. I think I saw that once on, on, on a magazine. They had a top ten, and it was number one. Pretty sure Tiger, <laughs> Tiger Woods said that in an interview. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. Um, so every year Tom O'Leary has a the Bismarck PD. It's like lawyers. Everyone from the police department comes to it. The night before, I do what Matt does and just drinks the entire night. And I'm getting a ride home from a friend. We drop off my current roommate at his house. He wasn't my roommate at the time, but he leaves empty beer cans in the back seat. And what we do, and mainly me, let's drive around and steal traffic cones. It will be fun. So we drive from South Bismarck to up by the Grand, where we get pulled over by an undercover cop that... Looks in the back seat, and he's like, uh, you guys have 16 traffic cones in the back seat. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, we took them. He's like, okay, we'll just follow. You can put them back because this guy's sober. <laughs> and and the one cop, there's two cops there, and he goes, yeah, we got to give him minors too. And the cop, you can just hear him, like, goes up above the car to the other cop and just goes, they're 22. And he goes, all right, yeah, we'll just follow you. Put them back. We'll be good to go. <laughs> like, so we put all these cones back. It takes us like 45 minutes of a cop following us through the city of Bismarck, basically just going State Street and down Washington Street by Pony Express. Absolute unreal story. And then the next morning, me and the driver, who I worked with, Tommy, Go to work at Tom O'Leary Golf Course where they have this tournament. 
every year I I had been doing the tournament for him for like four years at the time, so they would give me a T-shirt. They give me a T-shirt, and I'm like, oh, nice, and I'm like setting up cards, and both cops that pulled us over last the night before come walking up, and I just kind of look at him, and then Tommy walks out the door, looks at him too. Hey, guys. And they're like, oh, God. <laughs> well, did you tell them they have nice Mount Me hats? No, they didn't have Mount Me hats, but they're actually really cool cops. So I respect them. Bleed blue, whatever they say. Bleed blue? Is that what they say? Don't, doesn't everybody bleed blue? No, they're just you, you marry marauders. Hook them? Hooks up. Is, is, <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah, it's hooks up. <laughs> My dream is just to one day have an episode where we don't talk about the University of Goddamn Mary. <laughs> Hook them. Why am I? Why, I'm doing it now. I'm doing it now. <laughs> Let's catch also, it on. Also, going with the law enforcement theme that we're on. Thanks, Mason. So, last week we talked about Chris Watts and American Murder. Did you watch it on Netflix? Mm-hmm. Oh, is that? Yeah, I think I did. The yeah. Fa- yeah, Family Next Door. It's like the most popular yep, yep. documentary thing I on Netflix saw right it, now. Yes. Him and Stephen Avery are in the same prison. Really? In Which- Wisconsin. Is Stephen Avery getting Netflix dollars, though? Like, indirectly somehow? I, I don't know. I watched the second season, and it basically was... His nephew, Brendan Dassey, who oh is a gosh. straight mongoloid, just talking about how he can get ice cream, but he's not going to get too much ice cream because he might be getting out soon. Was basically the entire conversation of it. Is he allowed to watch wrestling in prison? I no, he wasn't. Oh. And, and so that's what everyone was talking about. Like, this kid struggles with learning what checkers is. Yeah, because you're not using wrestling to relate on how to checkers works. And the video of him is just like, you kill them, right? No, I didn't do it. JFK died in 1969. You did it, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I did it. <laughs> you can get him to convince like everything. The kid's so slow. And he's still in prison. Stephen Avery, Chris Watts. In prison. Here's the huge difference between the two. Uh, one is, I think, innocent, and one is entirely guilty. Who is innocent? Stephen Avery. There is no way. I think he is. They have me convinced. <laughs> there is absolutely no way. So you're convinced that they made a murderer? Yeah, they made a murderer. Plus, this whole Brandon kid just threw everything off. Could have gone without that guy. The Brennan kid just wanted to belong to something. Granted, the first yeah. thing he latched onto was, was a murder, prison. but... Was prison? Mason, if you committed a murder, what would you do to leave the country? Would you just try to fly across in a car? Are you going sea? Or are you going air somehow? Or are you just hiding out in the country? I think... You know, I think... Uh, Somehow you have to make it down to, like, Peru or something, right? Yeah. Like, no extradition countries. For some odd reason, when I think of committing a serious crime, I think go south. Mm-hmm. For so, That's just what my brain says. Go first, south. First flight to Venezuela. Yep. That's fine. Be a king in Venezuela. I don't know. I, I just think that Chris Watts guy probably should have, like, 
fled the country at some point. Or, like, you should have given a better effort. Like, go to Vegas. You're in Colorado. Like, Vegas isn't very far away. You got $1,800 in the checking account. I saw it with my own eyes. Get yourself a nice cheap hotel room, a gun, put it all on black, strip club, boot rally, fifth of SoCo, and then leaving Las Vegas Nicolas Cage style. I think that Did you follow been, me there? See, yeah. You combined a bunch of TV shows and movies, but not very well. So you did like one that doesn't meet the other, but I respect it because I do it all the time. I like the I like the Leaving Las Vegas reference though. Never seen the movie actually. It's I feel like it's one of those movies where it's like no one's ever seen it, but we all know how it ends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got a new phone this week. This is my third new phone ever. It's about time. I had an iPhone 4 from when I was 18 until I was like 24. Mason, you ever seen Zoolander when he's talking on his mini cell phone? Yes. That was that was Matt's last phone. He'd, he'd always like be like, here, check out this video. So yeah, let me get my fucking goggles really <laughs> quick. I get my cheaters out? <laughs> yeah. God? No, it's more, you idiot. <laughs> but so I went... I went to Verizon Wireless, and first of all, there's one person working there. He's like, I'll be with you as soon as I can. And there's this guy, like, trying to call, like, doesn't know what his social security number is and trying to, like, have some random guy in South Dakota find him. Like, this is a clear scam. Finally, another worker shows up. I'm like, okay, I'll, like, get this. Like, how much would it cost me more a month? They're like, oh, it's only, like, 14 more bucks a month. And I was like, thank God, because this phone sucks. And um, so I get the phone, and she starts, like, laying out things. And I was like, oh, God. She's like, yeah, you'll need a screen save or, like, a... a screen thing, protector. A thing protector. And she, like, starts putting it on. And I'm like, that's not free. Yeah. And then she, like, lays out a bunch of, like, cases, and she's like, which case do you want? And I was like, I don't really want it. Yeah, I guess I'll do that one. And then she's like, you're going to need a charger, too. I'm like, no, I got a bunch of chargers. She's like, have you had a wireless charger before? And I was like, how does that work? And she's like, you just put it on there, and it charges your phone. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. $206. That is absurd. I got absolutely swindled. So this lady just raked you over the coals with a bunch of accessories? Oh, yeah. And she definitely gets, like, I've known people that worked at Verizon. They get, like, 30%. And it's just me not being able to say no. I could have definitely been like, no, I'm okay with that. Like, screen protector, probably need that. Yeah, that's I have that. That's a must. But all the other things... You can go someplace and buy a case for $10, and it'll be just as effective I'm as, pretty sure this thing was like $55. Yeah, it'll be just as effective. I have zero ability to say no. What happens if you chip your tooth because you drop your phone on your face? Uh, also, I have like a $1,900 dentist bill that is like two years outstanding. I don't plan on paying that. I think I already paid it, and they're trying to get me to pay more. They just keep sending it to my old address. Joke's on them. <laughs> but do you think do you, think you could buy, like, chip tooth insurance with a new phone? You know, you're laying in bed, you're looking at your phone, you drop it on the face. You've had a smaller phone in the past. You're not used to that weight. Neither are your teeth. 
They Boom. should just mouth guard. Yes. Mouth guard. You should get a mouth guard, I think. She oh. should have sold you a mouth guard. Raked you over the coals with that. Did I talk about red shirting my car? Because that didn't work either. So I didn't buy the registration thing. Oh, yeah. And I got pulled over for after 14 months. <laughs> and they gave me a $20 ticket. This is in a previous podcast. So I was like, I beat the system. It's $87 a year. And I only had to pay 20 for that year. So I paid the registration fee and they send me it. The tabs they send me expired in July. So redshirting your car does not work. Scam. Scam. Government's a scam. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm clenching pretty hard right now. That was a close one. <laughs> you know, Finch, it's, it's senior year. I mean, don't you think it's time you learned how to take a dump at school? When was the last time you looked at the facilities in the school? Craft Macaroni came out with a campaign called Send Nudes with N-U or N-O-O-D-S. And it immediately got like just huge backlash. You know what we should do as a podcast? A campaign that's hashtag me too. Or has that been done? No, I don't think so. Okay, we should do that then. But the set, the, honestly, it's great marketing because it got blown out of proportion. Which it would, yeah. What do you expect? It's like the South Dakota. They're trying to have a little fun. What do you expect? It's like the South Dakota uh, meth were on it. Yeah. South no. Dakota also did a driving campaign that was don't jerk and drive. Meaning like don't jerk your wheel when you see wildlife. Because swerving is actually a lot worse than actually hitting a deer. Don't jerk and drive. I mean... Maybe I'm just a sick, twisted bastard, but I think of other things. No, but it's it's honestly great marketing because if you would have said, don't do meth, everyone else has that. But if you said meth, we're on it. Plus, if you're a meth dealer, prices go up. And every single person in the U.S. talks about, it was on CNN, Fox, it was making fun of this meth, we're on it thing. You get South Dakota free publicity. I think it's... One of the more genius marketing campaigns. Kraft is doing it now. Send nudes. They got like five pictures of actual noodles. And then they got just 60,000 sexual predators sending their dong to them. So win-win. People people actually sent in their nudes to Kraft? Yes. I love it. They used the hashtag send nudes on Twitter and it just went. Honestly, look at send nudes. Yeah. You know, hi- fun. hindsight, I'm thinking we should have named this podcast differently so we could have done a similar campaign. A little double entendre somewhere in yeah. there. Mason, you're a communication guy. What do you think of this craft mac and cheese send nudes nonsense? I, I mean, I think it's exactly, they're going for the, uh, the millennial Gen Z or whatever is after millennial. These kids eat that shit up. Is it Z? Gen Z. Is it Z? It's either it's X, Y, or Z. I'll tell you that much. It's not A, B. Out of Fortnite reference in there, and they're gold, you know? So last week, Jordan said that Entourage was his favorite sitcom. And I respected that, so I watched the first three episodes. Great show. That is not a sitcom. <laughs> Do you think Breaking Bad is a sitcom? I'm going to refer to when I did Olympics a long time ago of jerseys. And I chose my favorite teams and players. 
It's my fucking Olympics, so if you don't like it, you can fuck off, okay? <laughs> now, how about Game of Thrones? That was a dynamite sitcom. I didn't have Game of Thrones on my list, so I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, Entourage is not a sitcom. Maybe you just need to adjust your sense of humor. or Maybe you should get out of the house more. I don't know. You tell me. More of a Seinfeld guy myself. <laughs> We're talking sitcoms. I don't know. I did research. And, like, I just kind of typed in sitcoms just to get the brain juices flowing. And then it's like HBO sitcoms. And they had a list of, like, it was like Curb and others. And Entourage was on there. And I was like, fuck it. I love Entourage. Like, that's probably gold on any list. Do you like Entourage? Yeah. I mean, I've, I've seen it all the way through probably twice. Yeah, at least twice. I mean, it's kind of like a cliche show, but it's also just... A good show, like like I said last week, you'll never hear those jokes. Like like think of Ari and the lines he said in his just absurd, just freak out sessions. Think of that. Do you think that will ever be like written in you know television ever again? It's like it's like <laughs> Tropic Thunder. Robert Downey Jr. was in blackface the entire time. Yeah, and that was like ten. No. Why do 10, we gloss over that? 10, 11 years ago. I think he got awards for it. Yeah. Yeah. Why is I, like, like a chick does like a Pocahontas Halloween costume and she just gets impaled over well, social what, media. What's her face that did Wonder Woman? Gail. Gal Gadot. Gail Gadot. Yeah, whatever, whatever her name is, is playing Cleopatra. And they're make, making a huge deal that she is not Egyptian. Cleopatra was not Egyptian. <laughs> Mini Helmet Fantasy Football Week 7 is upon us, and we are shaking up the rules a bit. Since Mason is joining us, we're going to do all three of us have bet five American dollars, I know, deep pockets, on the matchup this week. And what we're going to do is you choose your team, and you also get to pick your position as well as player rather than going by fixed categories. But first, Matt, how did week six end up? I lost three to two, won the first, a one quarterback, a one running back, lost three straight. It happens. I took my shot of peach, 99, 99 peaches, and it wasn't bad. Wasn't bad. That's good to hear. Our guest this week, Mason, is going to choose first. And once again, you get to pick your position and player. Stop looking in the bag. I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to find the thing. All right. Nine eleven. Bucks. Bucks, and I get to pick my position now. You get to pick any player. You could go quarterback, wide receiver, running back, tight end. Gronk, Godwin. I would suggest Godwin, filling out your flex last, but that's just Brady. Me. Um, God, this is a kind of a tough one to get first. I can I I'll just go. Fuck, I'm gonna go. With... The Bucks play Las Vegas on the road. I don't know yeah, if that affects a... your decision. I just thought I'd help. Like you, um, you can really take your sweet time with your pick. I want you to make a good pick. Well, and I need to know: Is Godwin healthy? See, that's the thing. I like to risk it and just kind of. Fucking hawk a name out there. <laughs> yeah, I've I chose Chase Edmonds like week two and it was actually the right pick, but still didn't. We also do shit. chose 
Tyrod Taylor. Taylor. Or should we say... Tyrod. Tyrod. Thank you, Mason. I've also chose a couple people on bye weeks. Well, and my tight end had zero points last week. I would, yeah, I mean, that's a tough one, Mason. I will admit that's I, a tough one. I think that I'm going to go with... I don't need you to think. I need you to know. Actually, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with Chris Godwin, final answer. Filling out the wide receiver spot. For your wide receiver or flex? Wide receiver, yeah. It's, flex is too scary. Alrighty. Pick two, mini helmet, fantasy football. I got the Green Bay Packers. It's Adams, Rogers, Jones. Or Tanyan. I don't know. Maybe if you get a really good tight end team, take them. You know what? I have the Packers here. I think Devontae Adams is due for a huge week. In your... Wide receiver, receiver, please. Solid pick. It could go anyway after this. Just like Ram- I got the Los Angeles Rams, and I will go with Cooper Cup as my wide receiver. I'll keep it in the old uh, wide receiver category. The old cup check. Gryffindor. <laughs> Slytherin. I fancy myself a Hufflepuff. Ooh, Motor City Kitties. <laughs> it's got to be DeAndre Swift. Super pumped. I think I want to flex DeAndre Swift. They play flex. Atlanta. Flex. Ooh, yeah. Flex can I Swift? flex him? Yeah. I want to flex him. I think I can get better at running back. All right. I like that. That's that's a good. That's a no-brain move right there. I actually love this format. Yeah. Gives us gives us some opportunity. We got the San Francisco 49ers. I'm gonna go tight end George Kittle. That's what I like to call. No brainer. And it's gonna bite me in the ass. I watch. Watch. Anything I touch with this podcast goes to shit. Tractor Cedo. L track. Tennessee Titans. Derrick Henry. I'm absolutely terrible. I just, like, yell out a name right when I get it. Oh, gnarly! All right. My third round pick. Let's see what we got. Eagles. Thursday night football. Miles Sanders, not this week. Probably not going to be the play this week. Carson Wentz might... Not ever be good fantasy wise. So again. it's basically Fulgham, Fulgham, Fulgham. Wentz. No, he only has Wentz or a tight end. Hurts. Hurts or Goddard. Goddard healthy. I think Goddard's still in the IR. Goddard's supposed to come back. By Hurts is going to the IR. And they play. If the- not already, Hurts is on the IR. This is going to be a huge swing and a miss, then. If, so, if so you're either this is what Boston, you get for talking shit about yeah. Carson in the so opening segment. Yeah. So you got Boston Scott, guy that's named after a city, never good. Carson Wentz, I was supposed to be the famous ginger on that T-ball team. Boston Scott. Boston Scott. Yeah. Boston Scott. 
Boston. Now the Eskimos around here have a saying. Kwa kwa ni kwona kwa na taka kwa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down there, Nanook. You're going to give yourself an aneurysm. Um, so neither Ertz nor... Yeah, cripes. I, I'm kind of just hamstringed in here into starting... Someone who I don't want to start. Who the hell is their tight end then if it's not Goddard and Ertz? Everybody stay tuned. I have a Vikings rant prepared after this. Plus Matt has a Mad Lib back with Mason's Eagle pick. Boston Scott for running back. I love it. So I didn't mean to pressure you there. I'm you want to change a, it? getting a call from a Denver, Colorado number. I'm just going to let that go to voicemail. Where do you get your weed from? <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. I hate. I already hate my team. All right, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, he flexed DeAndre. I mean, Jordan is set right now. Uh oh. New England Patriots with the orange mask. I swear they've been picked three weeks in a row. I have Devonte Adams and George Kittle. Correct. Yep. Cam yeah. Cam Newton, one of their sixty running backs, or I'm gonna go with Cameron Newtown, quarterback, New England Patriots. Once again, like Devonte, due for a big week. Yeah, he's gonna be gonna be in a good bounce back spot. I don't know, who do they even play? I just know that he sucked. The Patriots play Denver. San Francisco at home Sunday afternoon. Travis Kelsey from the Kansas City Chiefs. I will take Travis Kelsey. I have been getting hosed. I got the Kitties, the Bucks, and the Eagles. Ugh. Hoser, you freaking hoser! Oh, you need a quarterback and a tight end. So you're out. It's been a rock and a boner. That's tough. And I <laughs> and I pull out the Washington R-Words, what Washington it? football team. What does he have left? Logan. It's either Logan Thomas or Kyle Allen. Yeah, I'm going to go with Logan Thomas. I've L- had him before. LT. Logan Thomas actually had a touchdown the, Matt pick, the week Matt picked him. So do you, do you want my mini helmet of the Washington Redskins? That's good luck. You know, I should just give you guys five bucks now because you'd be surprised. <laughs> Mason, maybe we could talk some on-air trades involving your mini helmet team and our actual fantasy team. I just little cross-pollination. Yeah. I googled Dallas Goddard. He looks a lot like Andrew Luck. All right, I got the Buffalo Bills. Can I flex Stephon Diggs, please? For the second week in a row. I thought you hated Stefan Diggs. Never said that. Did I? Did I say that? Trevor, give me a good quarterback. Lawrence? Deshaun Watson. From? Houston Texans, Deshaun Watson. Quarterback. If they don't know he's a quarterback. Don't you baby booby me. Listen to a goddamn different podcast. Okay, my final pick... And then uh, the only and it has to be a quarterback. Only, only spot I have left is quarterback. God help me! I have picked the four worst teams so far. Pittsburgh Steelers. I get big old Ben. I'm starting him this week against you in fantasy. Big week. Big week. So actually, I don't know if we can trade. I don't like to trade people I play. Final position: the goddamn Jets. I'm going to, my running back, Lamage, or LaMichael P. Ryan, excuse me. Also, I played Frank Gore last week, and everybody dick-jocked me. Guess what? 
Season high, nine points, half point PPR league. What do you think about that? Still not a lot of points, but it got you a dub. I won. Yeah. My flex from the Cincinnati Bengals, Joe Mixon. He might be injured. Go T. Higgins, bro. Boy, I love I injured know. people. We could probably do this segment four more times, and I don't know that I'd end up with a worse team. Yeah, that's a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tough break. For my levels. Levels are good. Matt, do you have some sort of literature for us? Yes. So Jordan and I did a Mad Lib before. Sorry, I don't want to interrupt. I'm just going to say I'm going to drink a lot during this segment. So, Are you recording? Oh, Matt, we are live. Okay. So I had Jordan grab a animal, a body part, a liquid, an adjective, a couple verbs, another body part, a noun, an adverb, place. And this is a Vikings ad lib I came up with, and Jordan filled in the blanks. Is it a Mad Lib or an ad lib? Mad Lib. Are they the same thing? M-A-D Lib. Isn't it? Or I was thinking of Mad Gab. Never mind. Ad Lib is like something you make up on the go. Yeah. This is Adam Thielen talking. Holy rhino cocks, you suck. Kirk Cousins. You know who likes that? Drew Barrymore likes that. Just give me a heavy glass of fireball and I'll be fine. Coach Zimmer. Let me just moan myself and I'll be ready. Kirk. Polio! My hamstring! Dalvin, guys, just give me the dude and sparingly roll out of my way. Kirk, guys, meet me in Albuquerque and we will jerk off all night. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. Next time we'll just, I'll have to choose the choices on air because they were kind of funny to choose. Like he's like, choose a city. Albuquerque. I don't know. I don't know where that came from. Jerk off. I don't know where that came from. We, we all know where that came yeah, from. Yeah, I think I think Adlib or uh, Mad Libs could be a great part of this podcast, especially because we're both idiots. Okay. I gotta ask again. Adlib or Mad Lib? I'm mad so confused. Li- I, I said Adlib, Mad Libs. Mad TV. Mad Libs. Matt Libs. Ooh. I think, did we just come up with segment? a segment live on air? Wow, that's how live segments on are air. people. Yeah. Live on air? Yeah. Thanks, Bill and Jane, for having a very generic name. <laughs> Let's get into the no-brains cat scan of the NFL. The status of the NFL after week six. We're six weeks in. We know what COVID's like. Injuries has happened. Wins, losses, even a tie. So I just want to get into my Vikings rant. Is that appropriate? I'll start you out with it. Kirk said, about COVID, if I die, I die. What is more likely, Kirk dying of COVID or a spiteful Vikings fan killing him? Uh, Teddy Bridgewater non-contact injury is more likely. It's your word. So when he just destroys his entire leg, that's on you. We have a Kirk versus Teddy bet, by the way, Mason. It's based on... 
Passing yards and touchdowns and quarterback rating, 50 bucks. For the 2020 year. Yeah, so it's it's uh, pass yards and touchdowns, tiebreaker being quarterback rating. Obviously, Teddy used to I be the Vikings quarterback. Teddy Checkdown, as I like right. to call him, Teddy Two Gloves. Teddy other two people. Gloves. Yeah, it's a real cockfight right now. Yeah, so we have that going. That's the hostility there. The Vikings moved to 1-5 and five on the 2020 season after a 40-23 to 23 loss to the Falcons. Here's my rant. <clears throat> Kirk doesn't need to be benched. Their best player in the NFL leader in rushing yards. Going into week six, Delvin Cook was out with an injury. And the very first play of the game, they go play action. Okay? few things. One, your best player, the running back, is out. And you think the defense is going to automatically assume that you're going to run the first play. You usually have to establish the run before doing play action. So why would you run a play that is dependent on establishing something that is not established? It makes no sense. I don't know if Gary Kubiak and Mike Zimmer know this, but your running game is established from week to week. I don't care if Delvin and the Vikings were leading the league in rushing yards. It was a new week. The Falcons took care of that, and the Vikings sucked ass. Two, and if you guys want to jump in at any moment, feel free. I like that the Vikings are going for it more on fourth down, even though it took desperation to do so. You know, one and four, one and five. It was fourth and goal in the first quarter with fullback C.J. Ham offset right and Mike Boone offset left. Okay, just to visualize, imagine like an I formation, but obviously they're with right, two, they're, with they're right two, and left. With two fullbacks. Yeah, but they're not like symmetrical. They're not parallel with each other. So why was he offset, Mike Boone? Because Mike Boone got the handoff, and he had to shuffle across the line if he was supposed to get behind his lead blocker. I don't know. I didn't watch the film. Was he supposed to go behind his lead blocker? Do you know how good of a lead blocker C.J. Ham is? They showed a clip in this vid, in this game where he took a dude and just flipped him completely around. Why would you have this third stringer who's not used to many snaps at the goal line in a pretty high stressful game? There's only one win at the time between both the teams. Why is he offset? He should be in his normal progression in like an I formation and get the ball with a little momentum to hurl over into the one-yard line, into the goal line. Am I wrong? Like, bad play calling there. Three. Down by three scores. Three scores with ten minutes to go in the fourth quarter, and you're punting on fourth down. Granted, it was in Falcons territory, but you're 1-4 playing an 0-5 team. Fourth and what? Who cares? Who gives a shit? You're 1-4 playing an 0-5 team. You're down by three scores with 10 minutes to go. Matt, you do the math. Down by three. I think it was 23-0 to zero at that time. So you needed two touchdowns plus a two-point conversion. Plus a two-point conversion? You needed two out of the three. So you need it's yeah. three, three scores being lucky. You put the season on the line, it was like fourth and seven, I would say, Matt. Fourth and medium. Dude, you're one you're one and four. I think you're playing a- an 0 and five team and you're down twenty-three. Why are you punting? 
They don't have. You know what that says to me? I don't have. If I'm that coach, it's like I don't have confidence in my quarterback to convert, or my wide receivers, or, or my linemen, or my running yeah, back, or the, the tight ends in general. But I mean, if Mason, you have, are, are you a Vikings fan? Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, if you punt on that fourth down and then you get the ball back, say you stop him, you get the ball back. Let's just say eight minutes, being optimistic, left on the clock. You need a fucking Usain Bolt and Shaq hybrid to come back from that deficit. You're not coming back dumb. Number four. Chug my beer. I'm good to it. I'm not on the rebuild train. Everyone is so impatiently jumping on. My concern is, why can't the Vikings be good most of the time and be competitive? That means there will be a bad season every once in a while. Example A, 2020. But with proper management and coaching, you could realistically be competitive every year. I mean, do you guys disagree with that? Like, I know the Patriots had Bilicek and Brady all those years, but they're an example of a team that just kind of like stayed competitive forever. I'm not saying the Vikings have that whatsoever, but it's just kind of like why my question is why do we have to go full rebuild? I think the Vikings have a lot of great talent. They just have to like kind of reset the clock a little bit. The Vikings put a ton of stock into the Kirk Cousins train. That's not what they needed to do. The Vikings would have been way better off if they would have paid Case Keenum $7 million a year instead of paying Kirk Cousins like twenty-five. And Kirk Cousins gelled with them. And Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson are the most important people on the Vikings team right now. Their offensive line is not good enough to support Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook is a decent running back. He's a second-round running back. He's not an absolute wagon. He is a top-10 running back, but he has not put all your chips in on him. He's not a Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey can do it all. He can. He was like Le'Veon Bell when Le'Veon Bell was Le'Veon Bell. He can line up at receiver. He can catch things. Dalvin Cook is one-dimensional, run-downhill. He is an absolute wagon of a running back. But you can't put all of that in one basket. Mike Zimmer is going to be fired this year. Probably. And Kevin Stefanski would have been the choice for him. I want you to finish out your rant, and then I want to hear Mason's thoughts. And then we'll come full circle on this biatch, and then we'll get to the rest of the NFL. But I think Kevin Stefanski is a coach. I mean, the Browns suck. The Browns, he's doing what he can with the Browns. There's there's coaches that can do. I said last week that the Carolina Panthers are the best coach team with Matt Rule with what they're doing. I lied. It's Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel is... The modern age Bill Belichick knows the rules. The Titans are not a great team. Like, top to bottom, 
they don't have the best players. No, they don't. Ryan Tannehill should not be doing as well as he is. But they run the ball, and his defensive scheme is unreal. Absolutely unreal. And he, like, cheats the system. I don't... Did you guys see what he did? Yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> with the with the extra man. Yeah, he, he, he sent an extra man on the field to get him to go. It's like, it was a viral thing. And he, he did it last year. He took, like, five penalties so that they could get the ball back. Mike Vrabel knows football. These guys might know, like, the intricates of football, but actually playing football helps. Kevin Stefanski could have done that. I think he could have given the Vikings a great opportunity to have a good offense and then bring in a guy that knows defense. Matt, I will address those points in a minute. Mason, I just want to pick your brain. What is your thoughts on the status of the Minnesota Vikings? Well, one, in, one in five. Obviously, yeah. At one in five, there's so much to be down on because, you know, we have, you know, we we lost Everson Griffin on D. You know, you lo- you lose a guy like Stephon Diggs in the offense, um, and it's just tough, and now they're, now they're struggling. But I just want to focus on some of the positives. We got Je- Justin Jefferson. We finally have a, a first-round wide receiver that is, is doing something. Laquan Treadwell. <laughs> Troy Williamson. Corderell Patterson was a first-round pick. Sidney Rice. It's like all the you know these last couple of wide receivers that the Vikings have taken in the first round just complete, you know, just they, they just didn't work out. So it's good. I'm just I'm just trying to say, at least we have a, our first-round wide receiver producing. That's something to be happy about, and we still have a lot of offensive talent with that with Thielen, Dalvin Cook. I mean. I, I mean, I agree. I mean, Kirk Cousins. That, I mean, we got ourselves into a mess with Kirk Cousins, totally overvalued, and now we're just like, okay, what do we do now? We don't. I mean, there's nobody else you can really turn to in that QB depth chart to say, <laughs> well, you know, it's not like we have a Jalen Hurts or a Tua that we can say if if this if Kirk's not getting it done, we can throw him in. And that's where it's like, oh, I don't know. At, at this this next draft, I don't know. Do we have to look at a quarterback? I don't know. It's it's just one of those things. But I'm just glad that we have Justin Jefferson producing. Mason, very good points all around. I can't really argue with you much there. Matt, I do want to say, um, you said that they should have fired Mike Zimmer and hired Ste- uh, Kevin Stefanski, which, I mean, hindsight 2020, looking smart. You know, back in the day, I wish they would have made Mike Tomlin the head coach back when he was their defensive coordinator, but they didn't. Uh, how do you expect them to fire Zimmer after he went ten and six into the playoffs and then beat the Saints on the road in the playoffs to get Kirk his first playoff win? And I'm not saying I'm not trying to trap you here. I'm just saying no, uh, it's no, fucking no. like a, an illusion for the. No, I, I absolutely love the question. How do the Chargers fire Marty Schottenheimer when they go fourteen and two and have the best defense and offense in the year? They lose the first round of the playoffs in an upset to the Patriots. They fire him immediately. I don't think uh, Mike Zimmer will not be fired this year. If you want to make a bet on it, I'm open to it. Reason being is they just tied him into a contract extension that actually gets him paid 
pretty desirable money for a head coach. So I don't think they're willing to give up uh, firing him just to pay that salary. So well, and and I mean, when you look at if if you're, I mean, in the NFL, coaches get fired because of the the record all the time. But I mean, even looking at like Jim Caldwell, his last year in Detroit, he had a winning record, and it's like they bring in Mike Patricia, and that guy has just, I mean, they just sucked since Mike Patricia has taken over as a head coach. And it's like Jim Caldwell had a much better record when he was in his, you know, tenure than Matt Patricia has had at all. Matt Patricia, yeah, he's been he's been dog shit. So here is my thoughts on the Vikings, and this is a wild scenario. They hire Mike Leach, Mississippi State. Yep, as co-head coach and no offensive coordinator, and Matt Patricia as co-head coach, defensive coordinator. So they take out one salary, save a little, and they have air raid, and they have great defense. Because Detroit has great defense, but Matt Patricia has been screwed by their GM, traded Darius Slay. Why? Matt Patricia is a good defensive coordinator. He's not a head coach. Mike Leach is not a head coach. He's an offensive coordinator. You bring in that air raid, and it would, if anything, be fun. Co co managers, yeah, co <laughs> co managers. Michael Scott and Jim Halpert. Yeah, because what country do, can you name that doesn't have two presidents? <laughs> Peru. <laughs> Matt, I like where your head's at. Like, realistically, if that would were to happen, I think it'd be awesome. Because the NFL is moving in such an air raid attack that, like, the Vikings sticking with Zimmer are going to be so old school with, ooh, let's run the ball, let's do screens and bootlegs. Well, the Falcons clearly just showed how to fix that. Blitz off the edge. Contain. But I'm on the fire Rick Spillman train. Mason, do you have any opinion on Rick Spillman? Or do you know who he's the general manager? Yeah, I, I don't I have don't, any strong feelings about it, though. My thing is, is he's just missed a lot of draft picks. He's hit on a lot of draft picks, but he's missed on a lot. Like, one that just really grinds my gears is Tyran Matthew. Because to remind you and everybody, Tyran Matthew took a year off from LSU after being suspended for, for marijuana charges and then went to McAnese State. Yeah, and he basically took a year off and then went into the draft, and then the Cardinals. Actually, that's the, a lie. The Cardinals, I think he took a year off. The Cardinals took him. The Vikes didn't take him because they had, you know, behavior issues off the field. That's the exact reason they took Randy Moss, though. Yeah, I'm just in the, well, different general manager. Well, it's, yeah, a, it's a horse apiece because the Cowboys take everyone that has. The Cowboys should not have that bad of a defense, but they do somehow. And it's because of Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy's a shitty head coach. Mm. He wasted Aaron Rodgers' best years being shitty. I just saw a quote, or I don't know, it was just like something either on Instagram or Twitter that said, like, the Cowboys, it was like an anonymous quote from a Cowboys player that said, the coaching staff has no idea what the fuck they're doing, and that's part <laughs> of the reason why they're so shitty right now. Just, like, on pace to be the like worst defense ever. Yeah, so I, don't, I just don't think rebuild is in the Vikings' vocabulary, and... 
I know they're one in five. They're on a bye week. They play the at Packers when they come back in week eight. I'm not giving up on the Vikings, okay? Until the loss column says nine losses, I'm not giving up on them. It's called loyalty. Mason, you know a little bit about it. Sure. Matt, you should know about it. Been friends with both of you guys for fucking 20 years. It's called loyalty, all right? No, it's called over... It's called we all like to drink as hobbies so we get along. (laughs) At least you're not the Jets, though. Yeah, yeah. You're the Panthers, and it kind of bothers me, but that's for a different episode and a different segment. We're not going to get there right now. I'm just going to keep referring to what I say every goddamn episode about the Vikings. It wasn't the year to have 15 record draft picks with no preseason and COVID. Okay, you can't get these cornerbacks who are both, you have two rookie cornerbacks, a first-rounder and Cam Dantzler, who was like a fucking fourth-rounder. You have them going against Devontae Adams the very first week of the NFL season, their very first snap. Torched. What do you think is going to happen? Are you dumb or just stupid? Dense. Yeah. They have the two best safeties in the league. Well, Harrison Smith gets ejected one game. They won that one, I think. I don't know what the Vikings need to do. I'm not giving up on them. Trey Lance, 10 overall. That's all I have to say. Vikings are going to... Is that your... So Matt, Matt and I also made a bet that... If, if I bet that Trey Lance goes 1 through podcast, 10. Yeah, Matt, Mason, if you just listen to the podcast, we're going to have to explain everything over to our loyal <laughs> listeners. I said if Trey Lance goes 1 through 10, he says 11 or later, a simple $20 in Andrew Jackson. I mean... We're not getting too greedy here, but ten overall to the Vikings. That's probably where they're going to land. They're going to be like a six and ten team. But the thing about the NFL right I'm now, I'm just being honest there. The thing about the NFL right now is there is ten teams that have one win or less. Yeah, I saw that. That is absolutely insane. There's so many teams that are shitty. That's like, that's why I'm saying. And I'm done with the Vikings after this. That's why I'm saying they. I'm not ruling them out. Okay, one and five, not looking good. Okay, I know that. I realize how stupid this sounds. Okay, but they play the Detroit Lions twice, and they play the Bears, who are a fluke at five and one twice. Okay, that gets you back to five hundred right there. Then you figure it out from there. Also, Bears are not bad. The Bears are a good team. Big Pole Foles, which is the new one I heard, love it, is a good quarterback. The Bears are going to make the playoffs. The Packers are going to make the playoffs. What's your ruling on Matt's nickname for Nick Foles? I like it. I like honest. it. I like it too. Yeah. Go ahead. Because Big Nick or Big Dick Nick. That's big, cli- that's cliche. That's basic. yesterday's news. Yeah. Yeah, that's a real, yeah, big real original. Gabe. Big Pull Foles is awesome. I think that you have the Bears make the playoffs. You have the Packers make the playoffs. The thing about my Panthers is, I've said it on this podcast, I hope they fucking, I was hoping they get Trevor Lawrence. He's a Carolina guy. We get him. But the fact is, is we're too good for that right now. Unless we trade our entire team up. We're not going to do that. So, sorry, I didn't mean to throw you off by my imaginary <laughs> jerking off slash bow. 
But you have so many teams that don't need a quarterback that are going to be up there that you're just like, oh, the Jets. It's going to be a Kyler Murray, Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen plays for the Tampa Bay Bucks. No, I no idea where Josh Rosen even played anymore. Yeah. He I'm is. pretty sure Blaine Gabbert is ahead of him on the depth chart. Excuse me. Dude, I love it because he was in that draft class, was like, I can't believe I wasn't the first one. I'm going to be the best one in this draft class. It was Sam Darnold. And he very well, like, he might be, but you don't know. Because it was Sam Darnold, Josh Allen, Josh Rosen. What? Patrick Mahomes? No, 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 no. no, no. no. It was uh, Sam Darnold. Uh, Daniel Jones? No. No. Sam Darnold. UC, he was USC. Josh Rosen was UCLA. Yeah. Yeah, Josh Allen for Wyoming. Rocket arm. I think those are the only three, like, relevant ones. Oh, Lamar, we, ja- Lamar, Lamar Jackson at Lamar, 32. Lamar, well, Lamar was the Patrick Mahomes of that draft. Yeah. Yeah. Because then the, the Patrick Mahomes was Deshaun, Trubinsky, Mahomes. So, so who is it? It was Darnold. Allen, there was another guy in there. Yeah, why can't we think of this? Deshaun Watson. No. Nope. He was earlier. Drew, Shit. Drew Locke. <laughs> Jake Fromm. <laughs> I just, I now I want to know because I thought there's there's more, there's a bigger name in there that we're missing. See, this is where I wish we had a Jamie. Where it's like, who was it, Jamie? Yeah, can you look it up for us, Jamie? Yeah, yeah. Over in like a booth. Yeah. <laughs> A soundproof booth where all you could see is just like fucking Baker Mayfield ah, went one number overall. one overall. <laughs> Jesus Christ, he is a goddamn forgettable. That's how relevant he is. Baker. Also, they're f- what four and two. Yeah, they just got also, pounced by the Steelers. Which yeah. is which sucks for me because I'm a big Baker Mayfield guy. I think he's the quarterback of the future of Browns. Are you? Yeah, big. I have his jersey. I knew you had his jersey. I didn't know you were. Big Baker Mayfield guy. I think that he is a player, and teams need a player. Sam Darnold, I watched him at USC as a redshirt sophomore get absolutely dick-pounded by Notre Dame's defense, which was not very good that year. Your point. He is not a good quarterback. I'm not debating that. And he plays for the Jets right now. And they have Joe Flacco, who had a 28-yard sack last week. That was wild. I remember watching that. That has to be a record. It was ugly. The Jets, and I know everyone says this every year, could the Jets beat Alabama or Clemson? Honestly, this year, it would be close. They're pretty bad. Like, name, name people on the Jets, like Connor McGovern. North Dakota guy. Center, probably not much better than... Mark, Mark Sanchez. He used to Butt play. fumble. Curtis Martin. You're just saying Jets guys... Joe Namath? <laughs> but you bring up, like... Butker? Butker? You said butt. I thought you were trying to get Butker out. Butker, hardly know her. Jordan, know. take a shot. Yeah, you guys yeah, should do a shot. Was a shot after that. You guys should do the one after the Butker comment. Yeah, <laughs> isn't Butker? Well, I just threw Matt. I you you like you like look at Matt and he's just like a deer in headlights. So. 
Yeah, well, I was going and you just knocked me off. Well, we forgot who Baker was for a minute there. I'm sorry. Ch cheers. Oh. Okay, that wasn't, that was really nothing <laughs> at all. Cheers. My yeah. cheers is to uh, uh, seat warmers in your car. Oh, I've got those now. They're great. Nice. DJ Moore. Anyway, as I was saying, let's stop talking about the shitty teams. Let's Can we talk about the Titans for a minute? Well, let's talk about the good teams. Titans are five and zero, oh, my my good sir. Okay, Mason. Mike Brabel, not two years ago, said he would cut his dick off. Yeah, he's a dude. He and I have been a Titans guy. Yeah. I just said it like 20 minutes ago, or like 10 minutes ago. Also, A.J. Brown, now that he's been, every game that he's been healthy, he can't, I mean, just even if you watch him, he's just getting like 13 targets a game. Also, Ryan Tannehill, I think he might be a really good quarterback. And and here's why. When he was in the in Miami, who is his coach? Adam Gase. Yes. And he is toxic. Jinx, you owe he me a made Ryan Tannehill Jinx, a bad quarterback. What? I owe you a coke. I I said Jinx, you owe me cocaine. No, Ryan Tannehill. Adam Gase. That's why the Jets are so bad. Exactly. Adam Gase, there's no reason in the world he should have a, a job right now. Tom but who who is gonna take the Jets coaching job now? Adam Sandler. Leslie Frazier. Matt Cleary. Mike Tice. Honestly, Matt Cleary might be the best choice for them. Zach Jones. Fresh eyes. 66. He's at Packers training camp right now, Jordan. <laughs> training camp is over. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think that the Titans are real. I don't think it's a fluke that they're 5-0. El Tractorcito is insane. AJ Brown's good. Corey Corey Davis, when they're both healthy, him and him and AJ Brown are pretty decent. Let me ask you this: Are they a Super Bowl contender? Mm. They went to the AFC Championship game last year, which was kind of out of left field, mind you. Tannehill didn't start till like late in the season. Yeah, but every like every like it was like six weeks that he was there, and he was really good. I mean, he was playing just like he is today. I mean, we have like we've seen like. Almost a dozen good weeks out of him in but, a row. Yeah, that's why I'm saying it's a small sample size out of last year. Do they have enough momentum to make it past the AFC Championship and go for Super Bowl revenge for the you know the Tennessee Titans? They really need another Super Bowl win because their last one was just a couple of feet short. Heartbreaker. Well, I'm saying I, I'm asking you: Are the Titans a Super Bowl team? I. That's a tough. That's tough. I I, I would say out out you, of you I had plenty of reasons just a second ago. Okay, I'm just saying out of the AFC, you have the Chiefs, right? Exactly. Who don't have a great defense, but they show up when they need to. You have the Ravens, dynamite defense, absolute on every position, they show up. <laughs> Small bet. I think, or Pittsburgh Steelers, too. Like, their defense, unreal. <laughs> they have a good defense. Maybe Ryan Shazier comes back in the playoffs. You guys want to gamble a little bit? Let's put our opinions where our mouths are. 
Are we where our wallets are? Pick them. Well, I Pick. I think the Ravens are gonna go to the Super Bowl. Okay, and they may win it. You have the Titans, maybe. Well, I mean, here's I think what that- I'm proposing. We go around, flip a coin, we pick a team from, from the, the AFC and, and the NFC. Good old fashioned round robin. Yeah. Okay. What were you gonna say about the Titans? I would. Well, I was just gonna say that honestly, the Ravens would. I. I are probably my third pick. In the, in the AFC, AFC or in NFL? I'm just talking the AFC. Okay, well, who's number numero one or two then? If Titans are up there, I would say Chiefs. Chiefs have Ravens number. I mean, come on, and, honestly, and I don't on, think honestly, Lamar and the offense has is what they were last year. We're not honestly, my the same top four electric. picks are from the AFC. Yeah, yeah. I a mean, of, a lot of good teams in the AFC. I've said on this podcast that the Chiefs win it again. I'm just going against that a little bit now. Not because I don't respect the Chiefs. The Chiefs are wonderful. Andy Reid deserved that Super Bowl more than anybody. He's I mean, definitely and, a walrus. Yeah. He looks so much like a walrus. He's such stop. a love. Like you can't say one bad thing about Andy Reid. <laughs> Belichick wins the Super Bowl. They're all over him. Reid wins it. They're like, I want to have a hot dog with this guy. Yeah, you get know? your best Tommy Bahama yeah. shirt on. Yeah. How much? How much? How much do you think Andy Reid's Hawaiian shirts? Two hundred eighty pounds. No, I was going to say how much they are. are they worth in American dollars? Oh, I thought you were saying how much does he weigh? <laughs> Two hundred eighty dollars is probably a fair. Dude, he looked too. like that. That video of him, thirteen years old, just kicking that ball. <laughs> he looked like he weighed two eighty at thirteen years old. You play that. You play that same clip in twenty twenty. People are like, "Who is that fucking pedophile?" Dude. Because he was that much bigger than the rest of the people. He, it looks like a college or like maybe an unathletic high school person that's just oversized, just out there kicking a ball with a bunch of 12-year-olds. It's like, no, he's 13 years old. Let's not gloss over the fact that the Chief just acquired Le'Veon Bell. Which, what do you think about that? And they have Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. They have Darwin Thompson. They have all these fast guys of wide receivers. Yeah. They have the best tight end in the game. They have Patrick goddamn Mahomes. Is there enough footballs on the field to get enough talent for these guys? A one. I have Le'Veon Bell on my fantasy team. Two, they have a guy that has his last name Pringle. Yeah. Byron. Byron Pringle. Byron Pringle. All name team. Question for you guys. Pringle family, Doritos family, Lay's family, Doritos family. Who are you killing? Got to kill three. Wait, what were they? You said Doritos twice. There's two Doritos, a Lay's, and a Pringle. <laughs> oh. Pringles, Doritos, Lay's, and yeah, just three of them. No, that's a tough if you have two Doritos though, because I want to <laughs> save one Dorito. But how do I explain to the other Dorito? Like, yo, I saved you, but like, you know, you can't eat any other chips. I'm, I'm going to kill Dorito's brother and just face the consequences, and hopefully he, Doritos accepts that. I can't do Lay's. Or, nah. I'll kill Lay's. You know what? I'll kill Pringles. Nah. Pringles are so good. I haven't don't, eaten, I feel like I haven't have Pringles very in years. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like I don't even remember the last time but I they're so, Pringles. But they're good. What's your favorite flavor, though? It says a lot about a person. I like the OG Pringles myself. Salt and vinegar. Sour cream and onion. 
regardless of what the flavor is, the corners of my mouth are going to hurt after I eat that entire tube. Well, that's because you're going the duck thing. Yeah, on every like, single time. Yeah, every hey single guys. time you eat a chip. <laughs> but let's not take away from the fact that I respect the Chiefs as a Super Bowl contender. I just, I want to go against the green. That's how I roll. Super I mean, Bowl picks. We each get one from each conference. Win. You get to choose. I mean, if you want to take an NFC team first or an AFC team first. Yep. $20. Do we have grab, a, grab an American quarter, please? NFC is easy for me, at least for the one pick. And if someone takes it, then then I'll have to think harder. No brains, no headache podcast. What are we betting? Twenty. Twenty bucks. Twenty dollars. NFC, AFC, Super Bowl predictions. We did coin flips. Matt goes first. Mason goes second. I will follow in a snake draft. One from each conference. Matt, who's your first pick? I will take the Seattle Seahawks. With your first pick, interesting. I love it. Mason? That was my NFC team. Um, I'm going to go with Kansas City Chiefs. I think they still got it. They got too much They got too much offensive depth. I spelled Chiefs wrong. <laughs> it's a tough one. Jordan, who do you pick? <laughs> Not anyone from the NFC East. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just thinking of it because I have the turn after this. Steelers, so Titans, Ravens. With my pick, I will go with the Baltimore Ravens to win the AFC. Super Bowl champs. So then I get the next pick. Yep. Bears, Packers, Bucks. You already took Seahawks. Steelers, Titans. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to double jinx here. With the fourth pick in my NFC pick, I'm going with the Green Bay Packers. Ooh. So, so far, Matt has taken the Seattle Seahawks. Mason has taken the Kansas City Chiefs. I took the Ravens and the Packers. Now it's back to Mason who has to select an NFC team, followed by Matt, who has to select an AFC team. There, I feel like the Bears are frauds, and everyone else in the NFC is just, like, not... I mean, I think that the... the see, to me, the Seahawks are a lock, but so I'm going to be forced to pick the Rams. I'll take the LA Rams. Rams? For my NFC team. I, I Yeah, I mean, the only other one I could think of is the Niners... But here's what uh, people have to remember: Bears, the, the Rams. The, I said the Bears are frauds. Bucks, yeah. Matt. Do you know the Bucks aren't going to win either? Yeah, the Bucks are going to make the playoffs. They're going to choke yeah, as a wild card team. Make it to the Super Bowl. The only other team Mason I would have selected is the 49ers. Yeah, but both the, the 49ers and the Rams have been in the Super Bowl the last couple of years, yeah. so they've been there before. You have that going for you. Yeah, I just think that the Seahawks. In my mind, the Seahawks are locked to. to to win the NFC, but I'm I'm between the Steelers and the Titans, and hits hit one of those <laughs> Titans. Matt went with the Titans. Tennessee Titans. Titans. Love that. So let's review. 
Matt has Seahawks, Titans. Mason has. I've, I've got the Chiefs, and then I've got the Rams. I have the Packers and the Ravens. You know who I would have chosen if they were in the NFC? The Bills. I think the Bills can do it. You know, that's the thing. And, like, you look at Josh Allen was so good. But then the last two games, just dog shit. Addendum? Whoa, whoa, whoa. If none of these six teams win it, we do another podcast where we have a one seven or a seven five of Fireball, and we drink it because none of our teams won it. Yep, we drink it during it. Is Destiny okay with that? <laughs> <laughs> I have to check with my wife. <laughs> no, we're out on that. I I mean, look at look at twenty twenty. It's been so fucked up sports wise. I my gut with sports has just been so fucked up. I usually have pretty good common sense, pretty good understandings of these players and teams. Twenty twenty hits. The goddamn Rays are in the World Series. How the fuck does that work? <laughs> the Bears are five and one. What? Yeah, I don't know. The Padres were like the best team in baseball. They were certainly the most fun to watch. I don't know. I just think with 2020 with the NFL, the Saints maybe might have been a decent pick. But they. Uh, but they, Drew Brees looks as terrible. old as he is. Yeah, he just is. He to This year, he's just not got. You know, got people start. say it's hard being a Vikings fan, but it'd be a lot more worse being a Saints fan because. Who dat? Katrina. Ri- like, we get our heart broken. They get their heart ripped out, plus Katrina. Yes, Matt, you are correct. Remember the <laughs> Minneapolis miracle? Remember when the Metrodome collapsed? That's Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is the snow. Mike Zimmer and Rick Spillman is the tarp slash supports. <laughs> the field slash the cart guy is 2020. Verbal meme. I think I just did it. Verbal mean. <laughs> mean. <laughs> Oh, this is going to be pretty mean. <laughs> Katrina is not as bad as the Minneapolis Miracle for Saints fans. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> who's your MVP pick? Um, That's a tough one, actually, right now for me. I think Russ. I think it's got to be Russ. He's been so good. I have to agree. I don't know who. I mean, like I said, Josh Allen was super good, and everyone screaming MVP after the first four weeks. In the last two weeks, he's been. But with what players that Russ has, I bet him three months ago. If Russ wins the MVP, I win two thousand dollars from the Bank of Seoul, Korea, to a bank and try to cash it. But (laughs) it's fun. Okay. I want your week seven MVP so far. Then I want like a, like a dark horse. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I would pick Russ through week seven. You pick Russ. I'll pick Travis Kelsey probably. Derrick Henry. See, Derrick Henry is going to be my El Tractor Darko. Donnie Tracto. Like I don't like running backs. Don't get the love for MVP. El Tracto Duo. 
So I think, like, you know how you know how El Trectorcito went on his tear last year, like, late? Did you win it? No, Casey won it last year. No, but I did have El Tractor. Yeah. Oh, Jordan. Did you bring in the championship? Jordan, oh. you didn't win it? Yeah, I've never Wait won a minute. it. Is <laughs> anyone out on the trophy? Dude, it's so funny. Raise your hand if you have pissed on the trophy. I, I, you... <laughs> I saw him do it. Dude, I'm going to give Jordan so much shit for that, man. <laughs> Dude, are you crying? <laughs> Dude, I am not cutting anything from this podcast. <laughs> so blue. My 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 dark horse MVP pick. Ryan Tannehill. Julio Jones. Ryan Tannehill, dark horse, just goes off for the rest of the season at the same clip he has been. Right. It's I mean, each clip. say 10 people, so then if one of us are right, we'll just do I, I, I had Derrick Henry. My dark horse MVP is going to be Jared Goff. Julio Jones, sticking with it. He's going to go off the rest of the year. Is that going to be enough after he missed like three weeks? No, not at all. I just have to say something dicey. Honestly, for the you, you realize the MVP is never going to be outside a quarterback for like 15 years. AP 2012. That's the yeah, I mean that was I was the 15 years so then Yeah, for 15 years. Yeah, Matt, it's called nonconformity. It's called being a rebel. Dark Horse MVP Aaron Donald. Dark Horse MVP TJ Watt. I'm just going defensive players now. Aaron Jones. <laughs> Aaron Jones last Robbie year. Robbie Anderson. Aaron Jones last year would get like 50 yards in, in, for like 30 attempts, but he would get like five touchdowns. Like his yards per carry was shit, but he would get so many touchdowns. Should we predict the MVP 10 years ago? <laughs> Rookie of the year, Justin Jefferson. Next Rookie. coach you get fired, Adam Gase. Rookie of the year, Arch Manning. Arch Manning will for sure be a first-round pick. I mean, is that even a question? He's a sophomore in high school. And he just I think balls. he's going to be a wild disappointment. He is so built up. Well, that is all we have for this week. I know, John, it's very unfortunate. So until next week, you can follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at NBNHPod or No Brains, No Headache Podcast. You'll be sure to find us. There's no shortage of platforms. We are available on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, Apple, and CastBox. If you want to get in touch with us, our email is nbnhpodcast at gmail.com. Looking forward to next week. It is Halloween, and because of that, we are doing a giveaway, so stay tuned on how to get entered in to win. And thank you so much for listening. I hope your day is full of no-brainers. Sir, um, could I trouble you for a glass of warm milk? It helps put me to sleep. You could trouble me for a warm glass of shut the hell up.